This week on Frantic Thoughts, we talk all about weird and wacky workplace stories, because I wanted to, and other things along those lines. Jump right into episode 72 and listen and have a great time. It's Frantic Thoughts. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the video game and entertainment podcast that nobody asked for. Except for a couple of people, I guess. And I don't know what that was. Each and every week. <laughs> that was bad. Each and every week, we sit down, we talk about video games, entertainment, and other things that bring us joy or not. It's just a random conversation I have with you guys every single week and I have a lot of fun doing it. I start every single episode off with the topic of the week. I feel like I've been changing it up lately and uh, sometimes it works and sometimes it really doesn't. (laughs) So, hold on. I gotta adjust this. I'm adjusting. Oh, oh, that's a lot of noise. Okay. Uh, I was a little critical on myself last week. Just, I was like, "Did was I a little too loose last week? I don't know. Uh, I know this show is supposed to be, quote unquote, frantic thoughts, right? So I'm supposed to be a little bit of, but a little blip, little random and a little off the wall or whatever. But sometimes I feel like I go a little too far. But maybe I don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, anyway, this week I wanted to talk about work stories. So <laughs> what brings this up is a couple of things. There was this tweet or this article about Red Dead Redemption workers working 100 hours. The Hauser brothers had an interview and he said that they worked 100 hour weeks and then it was all misconstrued and all this stuff. So I was like, okay, whatever. And then apparently it was Boss Day a couple days ago, whatever. And these random holidays that pop up now that I've never heard of. But uh, apparently it was Boss Day the other day. And a lot of people were tweeting about terrible <laughs> workplace stories. So I was like, on Twitter, I was like, yeah, uh, I worked a 35-hour shift one time. What was your longest shift? And then everybody's like, what the fuck? You worked how many hour shift? So <laughs> I was like, you know what? On a podcast, maybe it would be fun to kind of tell a few workplace stories from different jobs that I've had. Over the past, uh, how long have I been working? I guess since I was 14 or 12, 13? I would say since I was 13, if you don't count official work, and if you count official work since I was 15. So let's start with when I was a kid, I used to work with my grandfather, and he taught me work ethic. Really, he really did. Um, And I would work with him in the summer times and on breaks and weekends and things like that doing construction not real construction, more like add-ons to houses. We would fix garbage disposals. I would help them do add-ons to places. I would help them build ramps for handicapped people um, on mobile homes in this area because the town that we used to live in was kind of like a retirement home area. There's like a lot of people that would go and retire there. So he helped a lot of those people out improve their lives by improving their houses. And then I would go help him out and then he would give me some money you know, to compensate for that. And then it learned, it taught me the importance of money and work and working for a living and all that stuff, which is really cool. So I remember buying my PlayStation 2 doing that and my GameCube. And I remember loving it. And then uh, later on, whenever I started dating Sierra and ended up going back there to the hometown, he actually 
offered me to help him do some roofing. And this is when I was in between jobs. And I used that money to go see Sierra when we were had a long distance relationship early on in our relationship. So that was really cool too. My grandpa's an awesome guy. He's super cool. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and start with my first like official job too here. Let's just tell some stories about it. Um, that's the one that has a 35-hour shift. So we'll talk about that too. So there's this little uh, convenience store, little gas station near my high school. It's like kind of like down the highway from where my high school is. And I got a job there. And I worked at the time. So I was like... 1415 for my boss he ended up being my girlfriend's dad <laughs> so that was just a weird situation that happened and i would work in the fryer section when i first started and this was crazy i had my schedule packed when i was a junior and senior in high school i used to go to school monday through friday you know 7 to 250 and then i would go to work at 330 and then work until 930 every weekday except for wednesday and then on the weekends, I would work Saturday, and occasionally I would have Sunday off, but sometimes I work, would work Sunday too. So a lot of times, I wouldn't even have any days off because I would have some Wednesdays uh, a band practice, Saturdays I would have band practice because I was in band as well, doing marching band. So constantly doing stuff, working, school, band, great times. <laughs> I actually have a lot of great memories. Uh, band was a great time. Um, We'll, we'll do a marching band episode one one week where I just talk about that maybe for the entire or do like a super long one of these intro sections. But I have a lot to say about band. I have lots of positives and lots of negatives to say about band. So we'll, we'll talk about that some other time. This is about work. <laughs> so I started there. I ran the food section mostly. I did all this fry food shit I would make gizzards chicken gizzards fried chicken fried burritos corn dogs and then i would make these amazing burgers i got so good at making these burgers on this griddle that that was there at that gas station that some people would come just for my burgers which was pretty cool and i felt pretty proud of myself as a kid uh <laughs> one of the things i did that actually made me really unhealthy at the time was my boss like I said, ended up being my girlfriend's dad. And he would go to these trade shows for this company. And he came back when the t- company got b- bought out later on and got by- bought by this country <laughs> company named Stripes. You've probably seen Stripes in, if you're in the South. I don't know if they're in the North, but they're a gas station chain. And they bought this little tiny, you know, 20 location, 30 location gas station out. And they bought it out and... uh he got this giant 100-ounce Stripes cups, Stripes Cup. That's the name of the company, Stripes. Of, I think I just said that. He gave me this cup, and, he, and we had unlimited refills. I would fill that thing to the brim with slushy and drink slushy literally the entire day. Uh, so I mean, that was terrible for me, and I used to do a lot of stupid shit there. I would steal stuff, like, constantly. Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't care. Because I was a stupid kid, I would be like, oh, monster. And I would just drink the stupid monster. And I feel really terrible about that. But I wouldn't do it all the time. And I wouldn't do it when anybody was looking, of course. And I don't condone stealing. Uh, of course not. But I was a stupid kid. And occasionally I would be like, hey, I want a snack. And I don't want to spend money on it. So I'm going to grab it. And uh, nobody actually, I've seen people would see me do it and not tell me not to do it. 
And so I was like, whatever. <laughs> um, at the time, of course, I know I knew it was bad, and I know it was bad now. And I'm just like, why did I do that all the time? I was such a stupid kid. Anyway, long story short, I ended up being assistant manager. <laughs> yeah, so ended up being sh- uh, after I graduated, and they converted to stripes. They were converting to stripes as I graduated during that summer. And they were switching to this taco company, which is called Laredo Taco Company, which Laredo is a town in Texas. And I guess this is where Stripes originates or they bought the taco place out. I don't even know. But uh, that company got bought out. And here's a couple stories from during this particular summer. This is the summer I graduated. So I was 18 years old. And during that summer, a lot of weird things happened or a few crappy situations happened. So let's talk about this 35 hour shift I kept talking about. So I had to come in at 4 a.m. every single day and I would work four to about two. So I'd work 10 hour shifts. I worked Monday through Friday that week in particular, ended up working four to two. And then when it gets close to two o'clock, the guy that was closing calls in and says, Hey dude, I'm not showing showing up. I'm done. He doesn't just doesn't come in. So I'm like, okay, well, let me call around, see if anybody would come in to cover him. Nobody would. Come to find out, I worked that entire shift all the way up until about 11 p.m. So I already worked 4 a.m. to 11. And uh, the guy that was supposed to close, like overnight shift, he told me that he would come in for one more hour but he did not, he would come in for an hour to help me out and that's it so that I could take a break, but he was done. I was like, it was weird. It was a weird situation. I I don't know what was going on with him, but he, he came in to the store. So I thought I could go home. And then like literally 20 minutes before, um, 20 minutes after he got there and I was about to leave, he's like, Oh no, dude, I'm not staying. And I'm like, okay, what do you mean? You're not staying. He's like, well, uh, I kind of planned to quit today, and when you called me, I kind of felt really bad, and yeah, so I'm here to help you out, so if you want to go home and take a nap, go ahead, but I'm not staying the whole night, so I'm like, okay, whatever, so I went went to my car, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I went to my back seat, because I had a Ford Escape, so it was SUV, and I just laid down in the long back seat, passed out for about 45 minutes to an hour, and he came over to the window, and I heard him tapping, on the window and then he's like Josh I'm like what I get out of the car and I'm like what and he's like yeah I'm leaving I'm like what he's like yeah sorry but I'm done here I hate it here it sucks this whole new company and all this shit sucks and he leaves so I'm and I'm, I'm trying to get him to stay of course and he leaves so I end up having to work that entire shift as well I can't get anybody to come in and then I was working <laughs> I was off the next day so I start calling the district manager. I'm like calling him and calling him and calling him. I'm like, dude, I've been here forever. <laughs> He's like, hey, just finish up this this shift and you'll be good. So what ends up happening is I end up working. So I started at four and it's already four o'clock in the morning again. So that's 24 hours. And by then I am getting the jitters like crazy. I've had like five to six energy drinks because I've been working most of that time. And I get a call in the morning from the district manager saying he was in El Paso, which is basically like almost a 10 hour drive from my old town and that he couldn't come over and cover the shift for me. 
So I ended up staying even longer. <laughs> Eight hours from that, and I was leaving about 2 o'clock the next day That from the original time. So I worked 4 a.m. to 2 p.m. the next day, pretty much. And that was one of the shittiest situations I've ever been in. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, that was crazy. I think I told my mom. I didn't even, I'm not even sure if I told my mom. I think I told her I went and stayed with a friend or something. I don't remember. But, yeah, I ended up working all that. And he told me the district manager eventually showed up. And then the other closer showed up that wouldn't come in and help me out. And I was fine. And he told me, he's like, hey, I'll have somebody from the other store in town come over and help you out. You can go ahead and go home and take three days off and get some rest. And I was like, awesome. That paycheck was ridiculous, though. It was like 80 plus hour shift, like 80 plus hours altogether, because I worked that entire week on top of that. So, yeah, it was it was a, a miserable day. Uh positive there was a time there's been there's a lot of cool things that we did i used to work graveyard shifts with my buddy chris and we would uh bring a giant boom box in play metal really loudly and then when somebody showed up like turn it down really quickly <laughs> um there was let's see what else did we do it, we used to like buy cigars and like smoke them because we thought we were super cool outside the store and be like hell yeah, yeah we're smoking cigars outside the store yeah stupid kids <laughs> uh let's see what else yeah that's that i do have fond memories that store was just weird and you know I'm, i was just learning how to be an adult at the time and learning about real responsibilities and shit like that <laughs> but yeah it's it was a crazy time and how oh yeah and one time we did get filmed i got i was on tv one time guys so yeah uh it was a summer it was a winter time a little after that summer they, they were like, oh, the TV station's coming down. The TV station from San Antonio is coming down, and they're going to film us. We're going to talk about the cold weather. And then they came over, and they filmed all, all of us that were working at the time. And I went on this long spiel about cold weather. This, oh, it's just like, I felt like I was, like, on point, right? And then I watched the news later on, and literally... They have a little clip of everybody, and everybody's talking a little bit about the cold weather. And then they cut to me. And my face is blank, and then I just go, it's really cold. And then they just end the story on me saying it's really cold. After I had told this long and complicated story about cold weather. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, that, that'll be it for that store. But yeah, I worked at, here's a couple of quick ones. I worked at Papa John's. And I was boring. I was crappy. I was shift manager there too, surprisingly. They paid really bad there, so I ended up quitting after a while. But one time, I saw somebody drop an extra large pizza face first, you know, top first, toppings on the ground, pick it up. And they were my manager. They were doing this. Pick it up, scrape off the dirt, put more toppings, put a little fresh layer of cheese, and then there's like this little door that's halfway through in the oven, and put it right back through the oven cut that pizza and send it on its way. Yep. So sorry, I gave you that image, but that happened and that was disgusting. Um, I worked Subway a little long after that. It's always actually a pretty fun job. You just kind of make sandwiches. It's not too hard. Uh, but there was this manager that had this son that would work with me. He was an asshole. He was a huge dick. One day, 
I was by myself with him and he was sitting in the office with his feet kicked up on the desk while I was doing this huge rush, Sunday rush. Everybody was there. It was at nighttime and you know, they don't really schedule a lot of people at night because it's probably not going to get that busy, but it got busy. <laughs> I was doing all these orders and stuff. So what happened is I was like, dude, come on. I think his name was, what was his name? His name was Charles. He was like, what dude, what? And I'm like, come on, man, we got to work. Like I'm cleaning these dishes and I'm trying to ring these customers up and I'm trying to make sandwiches. Like help me out at least with one of these things and I'll be happy. Just one of these things. So he's going to, he come, gets up and gets in my face and I'm like, what, 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 what's going on right now? Like, wh- what are you doing? And he sort of shoves me, right? So the water is filled up from the sink and I was doing dishes, the floor is slick. So I start stumbling and I fall and I land on my hand and I get a boxer fracture on my hand. I have a cast on my hand for almost eight weeks because some kid decided to push me. And of course the camera wasn't on at the time. The cameras weren't working or at least that's what they told me. So I end up having to get my hours cut and I had just moved into my very first apartment by myself and I couldn't pay the rent and I was going to leave, miss out on my apartment, miss out on, you know, keeping my place. And it's because of this kid. And so I didn't have any money zero money period right so i was saving it all for rent and my rent wasn't much it was like 475 it was like a studio it was a really tiny place and i'm like dude i don't have any money i can't spend a dime or i'm gonna lose my apartment like i go up there and there's this guy that i used to work with his name was justin and i'm like hey dude you know just help me out right now man i, I need some food i don't know i don't really have any money i i don't i can probably buy a sandwich but i is there any way you can just like hook me up with your lunch, like your lunch sandwich or something? He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Because whenever we had we took lunches, they gave us sandwiches, a, ha- a six inch. He's like, yeah, I was about to take my lunch anyway. Here, let me make it for you. I don't, I- I'm good. I'm like, all right, cool. So he makes me a six inch sub, and he gives it to me for that. They call me, uh, they call me on my cell phone at the time, and they say, Josh, I need you to come in right now. And it's my day off. It's the next day. And they fire me on the spot. They say I stole from the store. And apparently the other kid didn't get fired either. He just got written up. So I'm in there crying. I start crying because they fire me on the spot because they're saying I stole when the kid gave me the sandwich. The guy that I was working with. And I was off the clock. I was a customer. And I wasn't in the uniform. I didn't just go behind the counter and make a sandwich. He gave me the sandwich. And they fired me. So I lost the job, I lost my apartment, had to move it back in with my parents. <laughs> so that was shitty. These are all pretty cra- crazy and terrible stories, aren't they? Like, you know, it's not all it's not all, not all negative, you know. Work isn't the worst thing in the world, you know. It pays the bills and uh, all of that. Uh, I work at a company named HEB. It's a grocery company now. I worked overnight stocking for uh, three and a half years, almost four then I've been then I did uh daytime grocery for about 6 months and then I'm doing dairy for almost 3 years now. And so a little over 6 years now and something like that. I like this place. The, the it's a good company. Of course they have all their anti-union stuff like a lot of these companies do, which I don't want to go into. 
but uh, they do pay pretty good and they have decent benefits and I have been pretty happy. There's been some stories here, but nothing too crazy that stand out. Those are pretty much the main ones that I can think of that were crazy stories. So yeah, <sighs> it's been nuts. It's nuts. Uh, the hurricane last year was pretty crazy. Uh, dealt with some really shitty par- uh, co- employees and co-workers at the time, but you know what? That's work. You put your head down, you do your job, you get paid, and hopefully one day I can do put my head down, do my job, and at, at least enjoy parts of my job, enjoy doing it, and get paid at the same time. That's the dream, right? Because, you know, even if you do what you love, you're still going to be working, and it's still going to be a lot of work. But at least when you look at that end product, you're happy with it. And so hopefully one day I'll get to that point where I can be like, this is the job that I always wanted. But for now, this is what I'm doing. Welcome to Recommendation Minute, where I sit down for a minute and I recommend something to you every single week. Let's get started with a three and a two and a one we start. This week's Recommendation Minute is just, since I talk so much about work, take a vacation from from work every once in a while. Take some time off for yourself. Even if you're not going to go anywhere, if you don't have any plans, take some time off. Get some mental health going. Get your mental health up. Get some stuff done that you didn't get a chance to do because you've been working crazy hours. See your family. See your loved ones. Go do that one thing you've been wanting to do in town. Like, hey, you know that yogurt shop you want to go? That frozen yogurt you've been wanting to try? Take the vacation. Go to that frozen yogurt five or six times. Enjoy it. Just take some time off when you can. Because I know it's not always possible, but taking a vacation is really important and that's what i'm well that's what i'm doing currently and it's gonna be awesome this is my first well i haven't actually had a day of vacation yet but i just got off earlier this afternoon and this vacation is gonna start so that's what i recommend you all do take some time for yourself it's gonna be great (laughs) i kind of messed up because i looked at my phone it's gonna be awesome trust me vacations freaking rule Real quick, we're going to do what's happening. What have I been up to this week? Like I just said, I've been doing my vacation just started. So this entire vacation, I'm going to be recording videos, making content for the channel, decorating my house, cleaning, unpacking what I haven't unpacked, and just chilling and having a good time um, and prepping for Extra Life, which is this Saturday at 1 p.m. Central Time. I'm trying not to overthink it and just have fun, but there is a lot to that goes into a stream like that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully I make some money for charity. We're doing, uh, you know, the Extra Life standard. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's a charity? <laughs> Children's Miracle Network. It just popped out of my head. It went in my head and then it popped out again. So hopefully we can raise some money for that. I, I chose Texas Children's Hospital. Um, I'm on the same team as the Cartridge Club usually is with uh, all of them. And yeah, so... That'll be, that'd be awesome. Hopefully, I can get my donation goal of $250. Going to be playing a huge variety of games, including Jackbox, Party Pack, and a bunch of co-op stuff. Sierra's going to be there most of the time. She'll have to sleep here and there. Uh, late night, I plan to do some lic- like weird licensed games. We're just going to play a lot of light licensed games, like After Dark, you know. So, that should be fun. Looking forward to that. 
really, really, really am looking forward to that. Uh, let's see. I watched three movies this week. I'm going to do like really quick reviews of them. I should do more in-depth reviews of movies. I've been thinking about that. I've been, if you guys want to see more in-depth reviews from me when it comes to movies, because I watch a lot of movies. I play a decent amount of games, but I watch way more movies. So if you want to see some video reviews of some movies or some recommendations or something like that, let me know. Cause I am trying to think of video content that I would have fun making. And that sounds like some, I think I would have fun making. My voice got really high there. Got really high there. <laughs> I don't even know if, know if you guys can understand me there. So I saw Venom. Uh, it's a kind of a forgettable 2003 style superhero movie. Had maybe like two or three cool action scenes. Generally kind of boring and blah to me. It was just fine. It's passable as a superhero movie. Kinda has you know all the things you would expect from an origin here origin story for a superhero, but it really doesn't work without Spider-Man, in my opinion. I know that's not the main reason, but the thing about Venom is he's kind of uh, bumbling a little bit, kind of like you know a monster, and then they have Spider-Man to quip off of him and kind of tease him, and that kind of makes Venom a better character, in my opinion. So when he's by himself, it just doesn't really feel like it works quite as well. I know there are stories with him by himself, and there's comics that are just Venom by himself, but usually the origin story involves Spider-Man at least in some way, and this was just weird, and uh, I did like the weird acting that uh, Tom Hardy did. It was just off the wall and kind of silly, and there were some funny scenes of him freaking out and stuff, which was worth watching it just for that, really, but it's just kind of okay. I... I wouldn't watch it again, honestly, and I don't see how they can spin this off into a movie universe, but they're going to try because they're Sony and they're just weird like that. Like, they got success with the MCU and Spider-Man. Why don't they just build off of that? I don't know. Maybe there's some weird contractual obligations that go into that. I don't know. Whatever. At least Sony made a great Spider-Man game, so I can't complain too much, which is DLC for that's coming out soon. I'm so excited. Anyway, um... I know it was it, it made insane ticket sales at the box office, so that's probably going to keep going forever, at least uh, into the near future. Uh, let's see, what else did we watch? We watched Bad Times at the El Royale. This movie was pretty cool. Take like a Tarantino-style filmed movie. It was filmed on 35mm. You can really tell. It has some of the coolest like shots that I've seen in a long time in a movie. Some of the nicest looking film I've seen in a while. Uh, it has some good actors in there. Jeff Bridges in there. John Hamm. Some other actors that's not coming to mind right now. But I had a, I had a great time with this. I didn't really expect the story to go where it went and it went there and it was pretty cool set in the 60s it kind of has this uh way of storytelling where it does like there's a group of strangers that show up at this hotel this is not really spoilers this is very basic plot they show up at this hotel and then each of them get a room and then you kind of see what their standpoint and viewpoint is on this whole entire storyline by uh focusing on one character at a time and then it kind of all uh convulates convulates that's not a word that's the word that popped into my head that all comes together come together right now that was really bad over me anyway uh yeah it all comes together and then it has a really cool 
storyline that wraps up nicely and i do like that movie a lot i recommend it if you like uh, quentin tarantino and like dialogue heavy movies because that's kind of what this is it has some cool action in it and some unexpected things happen and i'm not going to spoil it but it's worth your time i think that it's maybe not the best movie i've ever i've ever seen but i had a great time watching it. it 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 was very suspenseful i had i was on the edge of my seat and i enjoyed my time with it so I recommend it for sure. And uh, we saw Smallfoot, which was a, it's, it's a kid's movie. <laughs> it's a kid's movie. If you do it on the scale for a kid's movie, that's for younger kids. This is great for young, younger kids. It has a cool message. has some songs in there that are decently catchy. It's a fun, lighthearted story that's worth a watch if you just want something to throw on and just kind of like space out to. It's not the best movie I've ever seen. Not Definitely not the best animated movie I've ever seen. But it, it was passable and fun and it's okay. <laughs> Basically, the main story is there's this group of yetis that live like on top of this mountain and they discover that or one of them discovers that humans exist and they call them the Smallfoot. And, oh my god, the Smallfoot's so scary and all this stuff. And it's all about that, and it has a couple of touching parts, but it's just, you know, a decent movie that's just fine. (laughs) So there's two fine movies there, and one actually pretty solid and good movie there. So yeah, that's one the movies I watched this week. What did I play video game-wise? I beat Kingdom Hearts 2 freaking finally, guys. I beat Kingdom Hearts 2. There's this, this boss fight that they added when they made the final mix version of Kingdom Hearts 2 that just randomly ramps up the difficulty and it's placed right near the end of the game. And I hit this boss and I kept dying and dying and dying and dying and dying and I looked up a guide for it, how to level, what I need to level up. I played for four hours straight and I finally beat him. And then I beat the game, the rest of the game with like no problem. I didn't die at all, just destroyed everybody else. It was really easy after that. So why did they do that? I don't know. So I ended up beating that game really enjoyed the story it was actually a lot more compelling than i expected it to be the boss battle at the end was pretty killer i had a good time with that uh then i watched so i'm going to continue my kingdom Hearts train so i watched the there's like a cinematic movie that's on the disc for 358 over two days which is i think a ds or a psp game one of the i think it's a psp game and I loved the story to this one. It was so somber and sad and actually a little insightful and stuff. And it was actually worth watching. And I turned it on. I'm like, am I going to hate this? And I kind of hated it a little bit at first because it's really slow. But once the story starts to pick up, you start to discover this very tragic story. And it's really good. And I liked it a lot. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's continue this Kingdom Hearts train. So today when I got home, I went ahead and booted up Birth by Sleep, which is kind of like a prequel to the rest of the series. It's kind of like starts at the very beginning of the Keyblade Wars in the original Kingdom Hearts. So that's all I'm going to say about it. But in this one, you actually play three different characters, which I was like, I didn't expect that. And they each have their own storyline that's 10 to 12 hours a piece. So I'm working through the first one now, and I've already seen some worlds that I haven't seen before. And I'm like, this is going to be pretty good. I, I like the combat system. They actually change it up a bit. It's more active. It's a little less, uh, you know, menu-y, I guess. There's a menu there, but it's a lot easier to navigate, and there's some cool things you can change together. And I, I'm enjoying it so far, and I think that at this rate, I'll end up beating all the Kingdom Hearts that I missed and watching all those little cinematics before 3 comes out. So that's going to be awesome. And uh, I love it. I really do. 
Uh, I understand what's going on in the storyline of Kingdom Hearts, so that's a uh, that's a positive. <laughs> that's not easy to say once you get past one. One's a pretty simple story. Once you get into two, you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then you beat two, you're like, oh, I kind of get it. And then I watch 358 over two, and I'm like, oh, I really get it now. And then I'm playing this, I'm like, oh, I even understand more. So the more you play, the more you understand. But it's not very easy to get into. Trust me, guys. <laughs> it's been interesting this year playing all these Kingdom Hearts games, <laughs> for sure. Um, and uh, I got into Project Stream which is that Google streaming service that got announced recently. I went ahead and signed up for that. So I have a code to do it. Uh, sign in with and play Assassin's Creed Odyssey in a browser. Uh, I know Caleb J. Ross did it, a video on it. If you want to check out his channel, he literally plugs a PlayStation 4 controller in and plays this. So I'm actually looking forward to trying it. And I'm really glad I didn't buy Assassin's Creed Odyssey now. I actually have a way to play it. And if I actually like it a lot, maybe I'll play a few hours of this project stream version and get it for my ps4 so i can experience it in beautiful 4k but if i don't enjoy the game at least i'm like hey you know i didn't waste my money my money it's free until uh, i think january something so i'll be trying that out here and there and i'll let you guys know how i feel about project stream maybe we'll do a whole thing about the streaming future because there's some other stuff that got announced recently i think xbox is making some moves in that direction they announced that at e3 and they actually announced the initiative i think it's called Xtreme? No, it's not Xtreme. That's funny. That's not what it's called. Uh, I don't remember. It's like a X, something X Drive, X something. And they're doing the same idea where they can stream every every one of their games, like a Game Pass style subscription service. So like Netflix for your games. You can stream it on your laptop and everything. And apparently this Project Stream thing is really good and it works decently and there's a little bit of latency, but it's not very noticeable. So... I'm looking forward to trying it out later, probably either today or tomorrow. So next week, I'll let you guys know how I feel about that. So yeah, I think that's about it for what's been happening this week. And uh, tomorrow, I turn 28 years old. It's my birthday. It's the news of interest. A ton of news that might be... <clears throat> excuse me. A ton of news that might not be the most interesting or most relevant stories of the week, but they're news stories that stood out to me that I wanted to talk about. So, first off, we have Hitman 2's first elusive target is Sean Bean. And there's this really fun trailer. The only reason I bring this up is I like this trailer that they put out, because Sean Bean gets killed in mostly everything he makes. And... He just goes hand he hands it up in his live action trailer here for Hitman 2. So look up Hitman 2, Sean Bean, and watch that trailer. I just had a good time with it, and I'm looking forward to going into the game and killing him <laughs> when Hitman 2 comes out next month. That's gonna be pretty fun. Um, let's see. You know, Analog NT made the super super NT late last year. Or actually, it was earlier this year. I almost said late last year. I don't remember when it was. But they're doing Genesis version of this thing. It's $190. It's called the Mega SG. It's kind of similar to the Super NT. And it uses the... A it's a recreation of original hardware called FPGA. So it's still an emulator, but it's emulating the hardware of the, of the actual uh, system. Instead of 
having software being as a uh, being, I can't talk, having an emulation that's just purely software is trying to emulate the hardware to play the games. So it's brand new technology that's only been around for a little while here. And they're going to hopefully if I did not explain that correctly, you guys can let me know. But basically, it's ideal thing is have HDMI output 1080p with zero latency. And it's going to be playing, let's see, with systems that has Super uh, Sega Genesis, Master System, of course. Let's see. It supports Sega CD, and it supports Master System. And uh, let's see what else is there. <coughs> Pardon me. Let's see. Oh, here it is. The FPGA means Field Programmable Gate Array Technology technology to actually mimic everything the original console hardware was doing so technically there is no emulation that's what this article says on kutaku like i said i go on this site a lot (laughs) uh so let's see there will be some adapters to play game gear and mark and mark 3 for ten dollars each after the console's release so that's pretty cool i'm not sure how i feel about these things for me personally I don't play retro games as much as the next guy, but for the people that are interested in this type of thing, it's really fascinating stuff. Honestly, if they made an FPGA system that was like had all the drives for all the systems, like a Retron 5, and they charge like three or four hundred bucks for it, I'd probably buy it. So I don't know if that'll ever happen. That would be really cool, but maybe in this far flung future or in the next couple of years, this will happen. Honestly, I. I don't know what the technology is for Nintendo 64, but that's the one system that I feel like is it has solutions for HDMI and HD and RGB and all that stuff, but it's a little expensive to get there. And I just wish there was a model or something that had HDMI out in 64 style that can output a really clean, crisp N64 signal to a nice 4K or 1080p TV and look really good that didn't cost like three or four hundred dollars or whatever it is to get it modded and all that so maybe one day we'll have an fpga n64 because i like that system a lot i just don't play it quite as much because it just kind of looks really crappy on a big hd tv and i don't have a modded system so that's my hope for the future on that one got a little off topic there but you know and last but not least okay here we go let's do some kind of weird bumper here. The wacky. Oh, that probably sounded horrible. Was that loud? Probably a little bit here. Let me st- stand back here. The wacky, waving, inflatable, arm flailing, two man, weird story of the week. I don't know what that was. Weird story of the week. Weird story. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> RBs will debut. Sous vide duck chicken sandwich. Not duck chicken. Duck sandwiches. Two locations near ducks yuck <laughs> i don't know i never had duck before it might actually sounds uh, i don't know good maybe so they sous vide it which is basically a very slow cooking technology and they sous vide it for a while and then they sear it then they add crispy onions and a smoked cherry sauce and it's only available at in 16 locations at Arby's within markets and four waterfowl migration flyways across the country. Okay, that's it for this week, I guess. 
okay let me know in the uh in the comments and the forums at cartridgeclub.org slash forum click on frantic thoughts click on episode 72 let me know if you would eat an arby's duck sandwich with cherry sauce let me know if you would eat that that sounds weird like I said, wacky, waving, inflatable, arm flying, two man story of the wacky, weird, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> let's wrap up the show this week. We're going to wrap it up with some quick plugs. This week, we're going to do Extra Life. Extra Life. It's going to be Saturday, October 20th at twitch.tv slash frantic society. And also, in theory, it looks like it's going to work. Will be streamed out to the YouTube channel, which is bit.ly slash frantic sub. It will probably also be <laughs> streamed out to the Mixer channel, which is mixer.com slash frantic society. So take your platform of choice, whatever stream you want to watch, and join me. We'll have a conversation for 24 hours straight, raise money for charity, have a good time doing it, do a couple of fun things that are not game related, but mostly play some video games in chat and have a lot of fun. And it should be good times. Uh, pick the perfect time to do it during my vacation so there's no stress. Just setting it up and getting it going is a little stressful right now. But once I get into the action and I start streaming, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> I'm excited for it, really. I really am. I always look forward to doing this. This is my second one. And I hope to make it a tradition every year to do around this time. So I also have a t-shirt shop which is, I always forget what it is. It is tpublic.com slash user slash frantic society. I have the original frantic thoughts logo, but I also have a comic book style frantic thoughts logo that looks very nice, which will not be here yet. I ordered one, but it's not here yet. So I can't wear it on the stream. It's a little bit of a bummer, but I do like the way it looks. And I think it's a cool little style. It's a simple design. And it's very inoffensive, so if you're wearing it in public, people might ask you what it is. You can tell them it's a really weird and random podcast that I listen to. Or I pretend to listen to and I bought the merch just because Josh is generally a nice guy, right? Because you can be like, oh yeah, listen to the show. Oh, you got a t-shirt? Sure. And you don't actually listen to the show. <sighs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I think that's it for this week. You can follow me on Twitter at Frantic Society. Frantic, S-O-C-I-E-T-Y. And stay tuned to the YouTube, bit.ly slash frantic sub, and there will be some stuff going up there besides Extra Life coming up. Uh, maybe a Halloween video, I'm not promising. But it looks like we're going to put something together for Halloween, and that should be fun. If it works out. <laughs> that's why I don't like to promise anything, because stuff can fall through. But that's it for this week, because I'm rambling and going on for far too long. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and we'll see you next week. Oh, what was that? My voice cracked. Let me try that again. Have a nice week, guys. See you next time. Bye. Better. A lot. A lot, lot better. <laughs>